0: I feel like we have been waiting to have this long-winded debate for a good long while.
1: It's been stewing.
0: Stewing. For years. Years.
1: Yeah, actually, it has been years.
0: Years. But now it's time to it's time to step into the ring and throw down as we finally discuss this this. Hotly contested video game Yes Tumultuous
1: Tumultuous
0: Tumultuous.
1: I mean there have been many many Arguments about this game with me and you there have Over been. the years
0: I feel like the last time I played This game it was Because of you and then I just got to the final boss And didn't finish it
1: <laughs> Oh my god
0: It was hard
1: that final boss is hard unless you know, like, tricks.
0: Exactly, and I didn't know the tricks, and I was like, I'm, nope, I'm good.
1: You could have just asked me.
0: I, I think I did, and I was just like, I don't think I can do this. And <laughs> <laughs> I want to grind for another 30 hours to get to where I need to be.
1: It wouldn't involve grinding.
0: Mm, it may have. It wouldn't
2: have involved grinding. It may
0: have. I don't know no, like how like leveled I was in that save, so like I I think I might have been under leveled, so it mm-hmm. probably would have.
1: All right, if you could beat Seymour Flux on the mountain, you you could beat anything in that game. Well, apparently
2: than, not,
1: <laughs> other than the super bosses. Anyway, we're talking about Final Fantasy Ten.
0: here on this week's episode of the Season Language Checkup OVA. It's a podcast where we have conversations about video games. Anime manga. Hello, I'm Jared. Joined as always by the Final Fantasy 10 fan herself, <laughs> Doc Al and Ladium. Hello. We are talking about Final Fantasy 10 It's been a while. Eventually, it's been a coming. eventually we had to talk about this game. Oh god, phone, calm down. Oh, oh no. Sending me weather alerts.
1: Oh no, is it bad?
0: There's a flood warning. It's fine.
1: <laughs> oh, my God!
0: <laughs> so not a, that's a weird thing to say, but yeah, whatever. um, yeah, we've had a lot of internal discussions. I think I've made mention we've we've had jabs here and there on the podcast
2: mm-hmm.
0: about this game, but we've never gotten to sit down and actually discuss it in full, mostly because I hadn't finished it actually. Um, and I think that kind of held it back. But uh, I finally did. A few years after the fact, because <laughs> mostly because that, that, that new version of the remaster was coming out on Switch and Xbox One, and also I, I got it real cheap on the PS4, so... You
1: did. I was trying to figure out which episode we talked about Final Fantasy 10-2. Are you doing the
0: same thing that I'm doing right now? <laughs>
1: Episode
0: 35, wow. Why are you going to upstage me like that?
1: Episode 35. There it is. So. About, like 100 episodes ago.
0: About 100 episodes ago, about <laughs> almost two years ago, about a year and two thirds ago, mm-hmm. we discussed Final Fantasy X-2. hmm
1: Which is a good game. It
0: is a great game.
1: I really like it. Mm-hmm. I even wrote a piece about it. You, you did. did too.
0: Yes. Did I?
1: Yeah, you did about how like Mystic Quest and X-2 were like experiments.
0: Alright, oh, I did.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I forget about that. I've wrote a lot of stuff. <laughs> uh so yeah, we talked about Final Fantasy Ten 2 the sequel to this game a good while ago. Uh mm-hmm. in this description, I wrote we in this episode we discuss why I think it is a much better game than Final Fantasy Ten.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And that has been a point of contention (laughs) ever since.
1: It has.
0: (laughs) Uh, Now now we get to lay it all bare and and figure out, is what I wrote a year and two-thirds ago still hold up? Or has my mind changed since then? I
1: mean, you even wrote it like two weeks ago when you've sent a picture of like, oh man, look at this bad game package for the good game. <laughs> so...
0: I like to troll about Final Fantasy X.
1: You do like to troll about Final <laughs> Fantasy X. Fun. Final Fantasy X is good. It is a great game. X-2 is a great game.
0: X-2 is just the better game.
1: I I like them both pretty equally. Um, and I like them both for very different reasons. It's
0: true. Mm-hmm. Well, before like, we get into that. Okay. You want to talk about release dates and all that fun stuff that we do on these episodes?
1: Yeah, let's talk about some logistics on <laughs> let's this. Let's talk
0: about, let's get into the logistics of this episode. Final Fantasy X. 10. Or 10. This isn't even getting into like the, the bad Final Fantasy Ten Two 2 names that we we found out. Oof. Oh god, they're so bad.
2: <laughs>
0: there was like 3 of them and they were all bad. Like they're
1: what are you all doing? All bad.
0: Uh Final Fantasy 10 was originally released almost 20 years ago.
1: Oh god. This game is <laughs> almost
0: 20 years old.
1: I wasn't. Uh Oh god.
0: Uh First released in Japan on July 19, 2001, in North America on December 17, 2001, in Australia, May 17, 2002, in Europe, May 24, 2002, and the international edition came out to Japan in, on January thirty first, two 2002.
1: I wasn't even in high school yet. No. Oof.
0: I was still in elementary school. Oof. Wait, was I? Yes. I mean... Technically.
1: I started high school in what, fall 2002? I started in 04, that... so. Oof. Yep. Oof. Um, considering the fact that it came out almost 20 years ago, these CGs still look really good. They
0: do. I mean, if, if, if there's one thing that Square did really, really well in that time period, even going back to, like, the seven CGs, like, they knew how to make really good looking CGs.
1: Yeah, they did. Like eight, seven, eight, nine, ten had fantastic mm-hmm. CGs, even if like the character models didn't age as well.
0: I mean, that was like the one thing you would come to these games for—is like, look at how great the, these pre-rendered cutscenes are. It, I loved it. It's why they made two movies out like that. So. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh,
0: eventually, with the cultural success and the you know critical success that final fantasy 10 got it eventually got a remake or a remaster
1: a remaster in the
0: final fantasy 10 10 to hd remaster uh that came out last generation because everything got hd remasters in the last generation and that still continues to this day uh this version originally came out on december 26 2013 in japan on the playstation 3 and vita in north america on march 18 2014 in australia on march 20 2014 and in europe on march 21st 2014 it would later come to the PlayStation 4. In North America on May 12, 2015, Japan May 14, 2015, Australia May 14, 2015, and then Europe on May 15, 2015. Uh it came to the personal computer on May 12, 2016, and then just recently it came to the the Switch and Xbox One in Japan on April 11th, 2019, and then worldwide elsewhere on April 16th, 2019. So basically, it is—it's pretty much everywhere now. Like you know, for the most part, like this had been, uh, restrained to the PlayStation ecosystem, but now, Square's kind of just like, "Hey, everyone, you all want some Final Fantasy? We got all this Final Fantasy for you. Here you
1: go." <laughs> got to make up for the development cycles of 15 and Kingdom Hearts 3.
0: We gotta make some money. <laughs> we gotta make um, some money. <laughs>
1: I had a Final Fantasy X phone case, like, two years ago, something like that.
0: I mean, that's the least surprising thing you could say.
1: Mm-hmm. I uh, was kind of sad when it broke.
0: Let's talk a little bit about development. Let's do it. I sent you a video uh, just recently that was...
1: Brown-haired T-tis.
0: Yeah, it was the, 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 the first reveal of Final Fantasy X from a Square event in Japan. It was the same day that they unveiled Final Fantasy IX coming out. Yes. And they were also like, oh by the way, we're also doing Final Fantasy Ten and it's coming to the PS two. <laughs> uh, which was I mean, a, if
1: you think about it, like nine came out in two thousand and this came out in two thousand one. So yeah, like, they were they developed were, at the same time. They
0: were back to back. Um that video Man, is Imagine
1: not doing that now, Square. <laughs>
0: that video is very interesting because like you said, uh Tidus looks very different. You know, he's a brunette. Um the animation on him is way better than the PS2 was ever capable of doing. Um and there was a lot of like aspects of like online capability that they were really pushing.
1: Yeah, they were trying real hard on that.
0: Which was really interesting that's like what was this going to be? Like what were they doing? Uh and then obviously like none of that ever really showed up in the in the actual game itself. So that got that all got cut, but it's an interesting little look at like what the initial design and kind of what they were going for with final fantasy 10 originally so yeah uh let's talk a little bit about development because there's a mm-hmm. lot of there's a lot in this wikipedia article about a development uh development began in 1999 so a, sh- a short turnaround if you know that's a two-year development cycle
1: yeah that's insane that's
0: really uh apparently cost square enix four billion yen which is approximately 48.6 million dollars in 2018 buckaroos and there was a crew of over 100 people most of whom worked on previous games in the series working on the game itself uh executive producer hironobu sakaguchi had stated that although he had concerns about the transition from 2d to 3d backgrounds the voice acting and the transition to real-time storytelling the success of the final fantasy series can be attributed to constantly challenging the development team to try new things which like it's that's that seems very true of the like of that series as a whole, because like you know, Square has been putting out those uh, documentaries like detailing the development of Nine and Seven, mm-hmm. and like the Seven one was a lot of them being like, "Yeah, we have no idea how to make three D models and everything. We were just doing this by just trying it and to see if it worked." Yep. And I feel like that, like that, that quote by Sakaguchi kind of like pushes that forward even more. It's like we don't know what we're doing, but we're gonna figure it out. I don't know
1: well Nomura did the whole thing with like I'm going to design Lulu with so many belts so that you have to like design and put the, uh, animate those belts all the time it's like one you're a butthead yes and and two their method of getting around that was just like in cut scenes showing her from like the waist up Yeah,
0: <laughs> to show her they're boobs like,
1: they're like f*** you man I don't want to put like a thousand belts on this animation like no. Nah
0: uh let's see here producer yoshinori kitase was also the chief director of final fantasy 10 he was also director of six seven and Mm eight which makes sense why now he's not on nine because if this was going on at the same time as nine like he probably really couldn't do double duty correct yeah Uh, The direction of events, maps, and battles was split up between Motomo Toriyama, Takayoshi Nakazato, and Toshiro Tsuchida, respectively. The development of the the, the script of the game took three to four months, with the same amount of time dedicated to the voice recording afterwards. Kazushige Nojima collaborated with Daisuke Watanabe, Toriyama, and Kitase on writing the scenario for Final Fantasy X. Nojima was particularly concerned with establishing a connection in the relationship between the player and the main character... Thus he pinned the story such that the players progress players' progress to the world and growing knowledge about it is reflected in Titus's own understanding and narration. That
1: makes sense.
0: You want to hear about Namora's influences on this game?
1: <sighs> hit me.
0: Character designer Tetsuya Nomura has identified that the South Pacific Thailand and Japan has major influences on the cultural and geographic design of Spira, particularly concerning the geographic location of the Southern Besaid and Kilika Islands. He has also said that Spira devi- deviates from the worlds of past Final Fantasy games in the level of detail incorporated, something as he expressed to have made a conscious effort to maintain during the design process. Kitase felt that if the setting went back to the medieval European fantasy, it would not seem seem to help the development team advance. While he was thinking of different world environments, Nojima suggested a fantasy world that incorporated Asian elements. Sub-character chief designer Fumi Nakashima's focus was to ensure that characters from different regions and cultures bore distinctive characteristics in their clothing style so that they could be quickly and easily identified as members of their respective subgroups, which means that everyone is out.
1: I mean, you're not wrong.
0: <laughs> For example, she had said that the masks and goggles of the owl bed gave the group a strange and eccentric appearance while the attire of the ronso led them to being to being able to easily engage in battle titus's relationship with his father jet was based on stories throughout the ages such as the ancient greek legends this would eventually reveal the key of sins weakness and eventual defeat uh, there's a lot of a lot of talk about how they did motion capture for this game cuz obviously bigger character models and everything they got to got to got to do that um mm-hmm. Oh, there's a little bit about the online part about this. Oh, really? The game was initially going to feature online elements offered through Square's Play Online service. The features, however, were dropped during production, and online gaming would not become part of the Final Fantasy series until Final Fantasy XI. Eleven. Map direct. I that. Do what?
1: Sorry, I burped. I played Eleven too.
0: I have not played Eleven's the one of like the mo- the more recent games I haven't played.
1: I played Eleven like on the PS2. Mm-hmm. It was, it was a wild choice on my part.
0: I think there are still ways to play Eleven today, like through the PC version.
1: Oh my god.
0: So yeah, that's interesting. Uh, map, dir- bleh, map director Nakazato wanted to implement a world map concept with a more realistic approach than that of the traditional Final Fantasy game, in line with the realism of the game's 3D backgrounds as opposed to pre-rendered backgrounds. As a player of the games in the Final Fantasy series, battle director Suchida wanted to recreate elements he found interesting or entertaining, which eventually led to the removal of the active time battle system, and instead incorporated the strategy focused conditional time based battle system. That's a mouthful.
1: Yeah, that is a mouthful. Jesus. And then I did I did like the character swap out though, like you could tag people in.
0: And then active time battle just comes back in 10 102. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Originally, Final Fantasy X was going to feature wandering enemies visible on the field map, seamless transitions in battles, and the option for players to move around the landscape during enemy encounters. That kind of reminds me of how, like, those prototypes of Persona 3 looked.
1: Yeah, that makes sense.
0: Where, like, they also tried to do that thing, and then eventually that just didn't work out.
1: They're like, oh, right, we have to do this on a PS2. (laughs) It's,
0: (laughs) It's interesting how, like, you know, these RPG companies are just, like, really trying to to make that work but the technology just isn't allowing them to do so like they have like multiple companies have this idea in mind like seamless transition in the battle from from walking on the world map into a fight and just moving
1: like around in the battle moving
0: around in the battle having all this be you know without low times and everything the technology is like no dog you can't do this <laughs> uh battle art director shintaro Takai. Takai has explained that it was his intention that battles in Final Fantasy X came across as a natural part of the story and not an independent element. However, due to hardware limitation, this idea was not used. Instead, a compromise was made, whereby some transitions from the field map to the battle map were made relatively seamless with the implementation of a motion blur effect that would happen at the end of an event scene. The desire for seamless transitions also led to the implementation of the new summoning system seen in the game. Katase has explained that the purpose behind the sphere grid is to give players an interactive means of increasing their character's attributes, so that they will be able to observe the development of those attributes firsthand. The developers experienced difficulty with the scene of Titus and Yuna kissing, as they were not used to animating romance scenes. <laughs>
1: They're all like, oh crap, how do we make them oh, kiss? Visual, Kissing is hard.
0: Visual Works director Kazuyuki Ikemori stated that this was due to the use of 3D models in the scene. Because of the negative response from female members of staff, the scene was remade multiple times. Which I feel is like, yeah, that makes sense. And then there's some talk about music. Your favorite thing.
1: I love talking about music. Final it's split. Uematsu's not the only one who does it this time. True.
0: That's the first sentence on here. Final Fantasy X marks the first time regular series composer Nobuo Uematsu has had any assistance in composing the score for a game in the main series. His fellow composers for Final Fantasy X were Masashi Hama Hamauzu and Junya Nakano. They were chosen for the soundtrack based on their ability to create music that was different from Uematsu's style while still being able to work together. PlayOnline.com first revealed that the game's theme song was completed in November 2000, as Square still had not revealed who would st- sing the song. GameSpot personally asked Uimatsu, who jokingly answered, It's going to be Rod Stewart.
1: <laughs> I love Uimatsu so much. <laughs> what a good dude.
0: Uh, the game features three songs with vocalized elements, including the J pop ballad Sudake Dane, which translates to, Isn't it wonderful? The lyrics were written by Kazashige Nojima and the music was written by Uimatsu. The song is performed by Japanese folk singer Ricky whom the music team contacted while searching for a singer whose music reflected an Okinawan atmosphere. Sudake Dane is also sung in Japanese in the English version of the Final of Final Fantasy X. Like Eyes on Me from Final Fantasy VIII and Melodies of Life from Final Fantasy IX, an orchestrated version of Sudake Dane is used, the part, is used as part of the ending theme. The other songs with lyrics are the heavy metal opening theme, Otherworld, sung in English by Bill Muir, and Hymn of the Faith, a recurring piece sung using Japanese syllabary
1: uh can we talk about this other world guy for a quick minute yeah go ahead okay so I know a little bit about this singer and I mean I don't know like he has like a straight edge name which is hilarious because he was from like a straight edge metal band (sighs) that like failed in the U.S. so went to Japan instead
0: wow
1: yeah and so they like picked him up and they're like hey can you do the vocals for this thing and he's like yeah sure whatever but like he's from like a straight edge metal band that hung out in japan it's like excuse me what but like his his uh stage name has like the x's and stuff in front of it like Mm, super myspace style
0: (laughs) i feel like 2007 2008 jared would have been way into that
1: oh i bet oh i super bet but yeah, that's the uh that's the story of that that guy. <laughs> that's how how amazing. he got involved with Final Fantasy 10. <laughs> uh you want
0: to hear you want to hear a little bit about the development of the uh, the remaster?
1: Sure. Other than they ruined Titus's and Unit's faces?
0: <laughs> we'll get to that. <laughs> Ugh! Uh the idea of a remaster originated from the reunion of the game's original development team and voice cast during the making of Final Fantasy Type 0. Character designer Tetsuya Namura, associate producer Hideki Imayazumi, and a voice actor, th- th- a voice actor who is not named, thought that they should create something to celebrate the 10th anniversary of X or 10. Got confused myself.
1: <laughs> Max just licked the microphone.
0: That's good. He's breaking it <laughs> yeah. in.
1: He was saying hi. Uh,
0: producer Yoshinori Kitase's personal motivation was to have pe- people too young to have played the games experience them, as his son was only old enough to know the characters of Tidus and Yuna from Dissidia Final Fantasy and its prequel. <laughs>
1: Oh, no, that's terrible.
0: Another reason was that many did not have an opportunity to play the game since they were not compatible with the majority of PlayStation 3 models and neither available on the PlayStation Network, unlike games from the original PlayStation like Final Fantasy 7 and 9. No, no, no What about 8? I mean, it is. That's available on PSN.
1: I know. I don't
0: they, know why they didn't put it, though.
1: Why didn't they put it? Eh.
0: Nomura entered negotiations with other old members of staff and got a remaster of 10 and 10 to approved But the actual development process was delayed because most of the team was still busy with the creation of Final Fantasy 13. The remaster was first announced at the Tokyo Game Show in 2011, which, where it was assumed that the game would release to com- commemorate the the 10th anniversary of Ten. The bulk of the remastering work was outsourced to the Shanghai-based studio Virtuos. Square Enix's internal staff was responsible for reassembling the assets and help with part of with a part of redoing the high definition data. Among the returning original team members were Motomo Toriyama, Yusuke Naura, Toshitaka Matsuda, and Masaki Kobayashi, who supervised the production. 10-2 art director Shintaro Takai remained in the same role for both remastered games. The Chinese side of the development was headed by managing director Pan Feng, which I probably horribly butchered. The team encountered problems importing the games to PlayStation 3 and Vita as their graphics used many functionalities unique to the PlayStation 2 hardware, the Emotion Engine. The loss and repair of some of the original assets posed another hurdle, with Katase commenting that it might have been easier to recreate the data from the ground up. That seems to be, you know, a, a, an issue with Square... Yeah, no kidding. Just casually losing assets of video games, or just losing the source code for certain games. Hmm. Ugh. Uh, The PS3 version supports display resolutions of 720 and 1080p, the former with and the latter without anti-aliasing, with the Vita version run at 720 by 408 pixels. Graphical features such as the water effects and lighting were approved. Other changes included the the addition of Bloom, the move from circular to dynamic shadows, and tweaks to environmental geometry and texturing. The developers revised the 3D models for both games. Most models merely received new textures, but those of the playable characters were rebuilt completely with notable changes to their faces. So that's that's why their faces are different, because they had to completely rebuild them. They probably yeah, lost like, those original assets.
1: But couldn't you still make them look like those characters? I,
0: it might be more difficult than you think.
1: I, I mean, I guess. That's, but that's, like, that's
0: how I would assume it is.
1: But the rest of them didn't look as off as... Those two did. I don't know, buddy. Yeah, it's, it's shrug weird. shoulders. Like, one thing that I have read is that they specifically tried to make Oren look older mm-hmm. because they said that, like, his original model looked like a 35 year old man, which, like, they say, and, like, I am coming up, I'm 31, and I'm like, what exactly does a 35 year old man's skin look like?
0: like he's 60
1: but they made him look 50 they do yeah and i'm like at least 50
0: i mean he's been through the ringer i mean i think that's kind of maybe an issue he's got all that stress wrinkles
1: yeah he's he's had a bad day he's had
0: a lot of bad days
1: he's had several bad days (laughs) um but yeah they're like we had to make him look like a 35 year old man i'm like have you guys ever seen a 35 year old man no ever (laughs) Like, look in the mirror. Are you 35? But, I mean, the rest of them look fine. Like, Lulu looked like herself. Kamari looked like himself. Riku looked like herself, mostly. But, like, Yuna and Tidus look like completely different characters. And one of the things that really upsets me about this, and I'm sorry that I'm going on this rant. No, you're fine. Is that Tidus had very specific facial features that made him look, like, playful and boyish and kind of like he was up to something. And they got rid of that, and I, I am very sad about that. Like, they gave him, like, kind of angry eyebrows at first. Sorry, I hiccuped. Um, <laughs> he had, like, angry eyebrows, and, like, he looked like he had a constant smirk on because he had, like, upturned lip. Um, and he also had, like, his lips were specifically designed a certain way that he looked like he was up to something, and I loved it. Um, but he, he loved, loved it those features and now he's just like generic boy band member (laughs) which I was playing I was playing Final Fantasy 10 some when my brother was here and um he he never beat Final Fantasy Mm 10 um I played it in his room a lot when when we were kids and by kids I mean like he was in high school and about to graduate and I was you know, a kid. Right. Um, but I played it in his room because that's where the PS2 was. And so, like, he, he knew about it, but he never beat it. He didn't get very far in it. Um. Probably because I took over. But... <laughs> so he was watching me play the remake when he was here for Easter. And he's like, man, Square Enix really has been on a, a quest to make the guys look as much like they belong in a boy band as possible, even since 10. I'm like, yep. Yep. Because he's, like, you know, Noctis is a boy band member. This guy's a boy band member. Like, yeah. It, it makes sense. Lightning is totally a boy band member. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, it's just very upsetting. And like, I felt like Yuna had a much more expressive face mm-hmm. in the original. Um, And... I guess to put it in like a strange phrasing way, like she looked more cute than she did, like, look like a very beautiful woman.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like she looked cute. I was like, I like this. So, you know, you had the mischievous one and you had the cute one, and they apparently had a hard time making the make out. Anyway, I miss their old faces. <laughs> God, they had to rebuild them though. Like that's intense. Mm-hmm. That's real intense. Anyway.
0: Uh also in this in this remaster, mm-hmm. there is an audio drama.
1: Ugh! No there's not. <laughs>
0: uh for the credits of the HD remaster, scenario writer Kazushige Nojima wrote the audio drama Final Fantasy X Will as an appendix taking place two years after 10-2. Nojiba and Nomura felt it was a good opportunity to expand upon the universe of 10. They opted for Wait, the. Wait,
1: Nomura was involved with this? Yep. Those?
0: That should give you all you need to know.
1: Ugh, they opted... god, I hate Nomura. They
0: opted for the audio drama format as the team did not want to create a solid visual impression instead of having to leave it onto to interpretation. Like, F- this. <laughs> The team wanted the audio drama to be the direct opposite to the upbeat feel and happy ending of Ten Two. 2 The wish for a more melancholy atmosphere resulted in them bringing Sin, which is completely dumb. The main antagonistic force in Ten, back into the story as a team, wanted to keep it involved in a similar fashion to Sephiroth. The main antagonist of Final Fantasy VII as companion media. I mean, they're already goofing there. The drama's open ending was also intentional as Kintase wanted to leave something up to the player's imagination. Uh, for the record, Final Fantasy X will... F- sucks. It's f- It's trash
1: garbage like none of it makes sense the only good thing about it is that they had that art that went along with it they called like the concept
0: art and everything yeah like that was the only interesting thing about it
1: well and the aged up art of them is is neat but like did
0: you notice did they put the ps2 stuff in there
1: i didn't see it huh i did see that there was like a playstation ad at one point but i didn't see like a disc or anything
0: so like in that in at least the ps4 ps3 version like their concept arts of like the disc And all that sort of stuff. So we were wondering if like they would have cut that out for the Switch and Xbox One version because of just the the brand recognition and all that sort of stuff. So
1: I I didn't see it, but um God, this is such a bad drama. Like none of it makes sense. Like No. Yuna and Titus are like arguing and then Yuna's like, I'm in love with somebody else and you don't know him, and then just like, goes to Lulu, and like, what does she mean she doesn't know in She's like, you're an idiot. You should know her by now. And then, like, also there's this inexplicable girl who's like, oh, by the way, Orin's my dad. And everyone's like, no.
0: And then, like, they just never talk about it again.
1: They never talk about it again. And then, like, there's the little summoner kid. And then there's, like... Fireflies and people coming back to life for a while and like sins back for some reason. She's so
0: stupid. Yuna's basically just doing what she was doing post 10 again.
1: Yeah, she basically just She just reverts. To be- yeah. It's and so, so like, bad. It's terrible. And so like in my brain that is not canon. I think they've already retconned the novel, which is good. So
0: that's a good thing considering how much hate that thing got.
1: Ugh. Ugh. People do
0: not like that.
1: This is why sometimes it's just better to leave things alone. Mm-hmm. Ten and ten two are great, and they had satisfying endings, especially if you get the good or hundred percent ending in ten two. Mm. We don't need anything else. <laughs> like, leave I, it alone.
0: I think the idea of like including an audio drama like like in this like in a, like a remaster format like as like a little bonus like that's an interesting idea and more companies should do something like that
1: but not like this but
0: not like this where it's just completely bad and if you're going off the fact like oh yeah you're we're 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 basing this off of the seven uh universe where we've totally done good things with that it's like no you haven't done anything good of of seven since final fantasy seven came out Uh -uh. everything post seven has been bad actually
1: actually um crisis core was good
0: well that's a prequel
1: yeah, but it was... Storyline
0: really-
1: post-7. Okay. Yes. Anything that is post-7 in terms of story is bad. Um, sometimes it's just better to leave, like, well enough alone. Mm-hmm. Um, because both the novel and the drama are just hot garbage. Um, at least they did also put on, like, Last Mission and Eternal Calm and all that, which... Last Mission also has some problematic things in it.
0: But that's basically just like a, a big dungeon thing.
1: It is, but it's like none of these girls hang out anymore and they don't really like each other anymore. It's like, what? Why? This
0: is what happened when we have a bunch of men writing lady characters.
1: Yep, yep, yep. Don't that's
0: know how to do it.
1: like the issue, they're like, well, you know, they don't get along because like Yura has a boyfriend now. It's like, no. No, that's not how this works. That's not how any of this works.
0: Maybe you know
1: maybe, how I'm saying that they've never seen a 35 year old man. They've
0: also never seen. A...
1: They've also never seen a girl ever.
0: <laughs> what you know how we've been ragging on Final Fantasy or Square as being like really downturn in terms of Final Fantasy. What if what if what if Ten and everything was the the beginning of this downturn? Like in, in, initially, with the way that like they badly mishandle the end of ten, or, like post ten two content, uh, the way they handle that last mission stuff, like, what if this was really the 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 start of the downfall?
1: I mean, I would argue that ten two is the last like really good Final Fantasy game that they released. And I mean that in terms of like Vanilla Ten Two.
0: I, I would say that as well in terms of just dis, like dis, discounting the the online stuff.
1: Yeah, I, I don't because
0: because fourteen like, is good.
1: Yeah, but like in I, terms I, of I've like heard that, but I didn't play it. In
0: terms of like the the JRPGs. Yeah. It. This is the this is the this is the last. It gets good.
1: <laughs> vanilla Two was the last good one. Period. Mm-hmm. Fight me. Even though I will give them credit, Balthier was a good character in twelve, but that's it.
0: They just remade Star Wars. They did. And then thirteen's just a mess.
1: (laughs) Thirteen is a mess and made three of them.
0: Let me okay. Here is something I've actually been wanting to ask you. Because it it came to my mind recently. And I think I think saw someone else mention this as well. Okay. Thirteen gets a lot of heat. It does. In particular because people Say it's a very linear game.
1: Ten is also linear. ten
0: is also a very linear game. Why does it not get as much heat as thirteen for that?
1: Because the story's better. Because the characters are actually likable. Like, I, there's a lot that ten does right that thirteen. But those does aren't not. like
0: the complaints that people say when they like when they when they call oh, out it is. for me like every time i heard about 13 being linear it's like oh i want the open world experience of a final fantasy game i want yeah. to be able to explore the world map whenever i want like those are always the complaints i heard about when people said they were talking about 13 being linear
1: but you've never been able to do that in a final fantasy ever uh... i mean think about it if you're if you're going around and like Final Fantasy VII. You have a specific plot line that you have to go through. You can't go to the second continent until you've gotten to that part of the plot, and you also have a method to get back there.
0: True, but like you, you're able to run around the world map, and you're not going just from point A to point B. Like you, you have mm-hmm. a little bit more open openness to you. You're not constrained to where like the map is taking you, in a sense. Mm. Like, in in the way that, like, the worlds in, in, like, 10 are, where, like, you know, you're in this area, and you're confined to this area, and that's it. And if you want to go to the next area, you just basically, you continue the story. And sometimes you can go back to that area, but sometimes you can't. Uh, in the earlier games, you you would probably be able to go back to those original areas you'd already been to, and you could explore this, you know, section of the world map that you're in and fight stuff and do all that stuff like it's le- it's less linear in that aspect those original so, games were
1: So are you saying that the lack of an overworld map is the issue?
0: I feel like that was always the the one of the main criticisms against 13 I always heard was like there's no overworld I want to be able to to go places however I want I don't want to be constri- or con- constricted into what the game is making me go to And, like, I don't want to be constricted into these, like, tiny areas that are very much, you know, you're following this very, very set path, and that's it.
1: Okay, because that's not usually the complaint that I hear about 13.
0: (laughs) We have heard different complaints about 13. (laughs)
1: Because I've heard that before, but then I've also seen people say, like, okay, what, 10 had that issue, too. Um, But But
0: I never hear people complain about 10 having that issue, which is the, 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 I think that's the thing that is confusing to me. Because it is the same issue.
1: Yeah, and and, I mean, it's... Again, I don't know that it's really any different from most Final Fantasies. Like, yes, in, like, most Final Fantasies, you did have an overworld map, but you really couldn't go that far from that overworld map.
0: But you had that additional area to kind of go and grind and find some little secrets here and there. See, Max agrees.
1: (laughs) But you could also, like... Gry didn't find secrets in and in, in the, in the map of 10.
0: But those I, are constricted to the areas you have to be in. Like, it would right. it would be the same as, like, you're going from town to town to town, but there's no overworld map in 7, 8, 9, 1 through 6. Like, that overworld map just gives you a little bit extraness. Like, it, it, it breaks you out of that linearity.
2: I mean, while I see ten really
0: doesn't until you get the airship, and even then, it's not like you have like a bonus map area to go explore. It's basically still the same places that you've been to, but you can kind of go in whatever order you want now.
1: Minus Omega ruins; those are new. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I I see where you're going with this. I just don't agree with it. Um, How do
0: you not? Agree? I'm just saying. I'm just asking why people don't. People have don't have an issue with it. I don't like.
1: I'm, right, I'm not saying one way I, or the
0: I, other. I just it's just a weird thing to me that people just kind of pass this on by and then just throw it all on 13 as being like this terrible thing for not having overworld map when 10 also kind of does the same thing.
1: I I think it's because 13 has so many other problems.
0: I mean that's fair. I just
1: like 13 it, is just a mess of a video. Yeah, game. yeah, like. like
0: ugh. It just seems weird that, like, you know, I mean, I understand probably why it's that, you know, 10 is universally, pra- universally praised and all this. And, like, you know, you're not going to see – you don't see much detraction about 10 that often. Uh-huh. So, like, you're probably not going to see many people being like, man, this is a really linear game. That's just, this is real strange in terms of Final Fantasy because most of the games prior to this weren't this linear. But then 13 comes but- around, and that's the big complaint. That you hear. yeah. When it's already like, happened so that, in the series.
1: Like, that's not the complaint that I ever hear. But um, also, like, they went the complete opposite direction of 15, and that was so overwhelming. So, ugh. 13 had a lot of problems. Sure. Um, 13, I didn't finish it. Neither did I. Um, I almost finished 12 and never finished it. I finished 15 and... Ugh. Regret it.
2: <laughs>
1: I have. Um, I just think that 10 had a lot more going for it in terms of the story and the characters that made people like... And it may have also been the fact that you know, 10 was like so... Mm, I'm trying to think of the way that I can word this because it wasn't like... It was a different type of Final Fantasy. It was the first Final Fantasy of that style. Sure. Because, like you were saying, with nine, like they had the the drawn backgrounds. Ten was the first one that you had, like an actual like open background type area type thing. I don't know what word I'm looking for there. Um, and so that was like, technically, very cool for people. They're like, wow, you know, they don't have the pre-render backgrounds anymore. We can just go anywhere.
2: You see
0: that mountain? We can go there.
1: <laughs> oh my
2: god! I mean,
0: it could have been just a thing where, like, with you were
1: very chatty. <laughs>
0: he is with the, the like the hardware limitations. They might not have been able to do like an overworld map.
1: Yeah, and I mean that may actually be the case because, mm-hmm. like, as we've seen, they really wanted to do a lot more with ten than they could. Yeah because of the ps2's hardware yeah i don't know i can't answer that yeah. but um, i'm just gonna
0: put everyone on blast hey if you criticize 13 for being too linear you have to criticize 10 as well
1: yeah criticize 13 for what it actually deserves to be criticized for which is being a terrible video game
0: gotta people. you gotta put people on blast i do what i do uh well let's talk about final fantasy 10 blitzball it f- sucks Blitzball's holy terrible. F- holy sucks.
1: But holy crap, dude. Like, I actually won a tournament you for did. the first <laughs> time in my entire life.
0: You went to double overtime and won that <laughs> thing.
1: I have never won a Blitzball game since this game came out. Ever. I've never won one.
0: I, I so. don't know. You did it on a system. You don't get a trophy for it, so it doesn't count.
1: Yeah, that's, that's the bummer. <laughs> is that, like, I actually won and I don't get a trophy because I played it on the Switch. But... Also I can play it in my bed so that's pretty it's True. Nice.
0: Uh, again, I have to remind I have to remind people uh Square completely stole the concept for Blitzball from the Captain Tsubasa Famicom games. It's literally the same thing and they just completely ripped it off and made it Water
1: <laughs> Water soccer. Water
0: soccer instead of soccer soccer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um But yeah, Blitzball yeah, wh- still
0: sucks. Like, oh my god, it's so bad. It was okay, cool so when I was twelve, and I was like, "Wow, this looks really neat," but playing it, it f-
1: sucks. I'm gonna make a controversial statement.
0: It better not be Blitzball's good, because I'll f- come fight you.
1: No, that is not the statement <laughs> I'm about to make. Um, I don't think any of the like game mini games in any of the Final Fantasy games are good.
0: I mean, yeah, I feel like that's not like, that controversial. <laughs>
1: No, people love Triple Triad. Well,
0: it's because people are weird.
1: <laughs> but, like, Triple Triad is terrible. The card game in 9 is terrible. Blitzball and 10 is terrible. Sphere Break is terrible. Like, they are not good at these, and they should stop.
0: They made a ton of them in 7, and they were like, oh, man, people really like this stuff, right?
1: <laughs> also, the ones in 7 were not good. No,
0: they me. weren't good there either. It like, oh, has Triple Triad.
1: Triple Triad. It's just they're not good. They're not. And, um, but I actually won a blitzball tournament, and I, how did I even do that? I mean, like double overtime, my dude. Like Jesus Christ! <laughs> and it was you were on like a, a a conference call. I guess is the best way to word it. We were chatting while I was playing. We were in a meeting. We were in a meeting. yes. Yeah, and. I'm pretty sure that's like the most cursing you've ever heard from me ever.
2: Uh,
0: that's debatable.
1: It was bad because I was very angry. I kept yelling at the dudes for like getting their hands on the ball and also like not throwing the ball and also just not doing their jobs mm-hmm. and I I kept yelling at Waka for being racist and well,
0: that's that's just a thing everyone does.
1: Yeah. So it, it was... uh I'm not good at ball, but Blitzball does suck. Um, it's cool as a story mechanic. And it also explains the fact that, like, Tidus can hold his breath forever. Um, I mean,
0: it's kind of just like, hey, we we made up this thing so he can breathe underwater.
1: Yeah, basically. I don't know if it's necessarily
0: um, that great of a plot device.
1: <laughs> I mean, the whole idea of him being, like, um, a sports prodigy who is, like, from this, like, sports dynasty and then, like, is, is completely taken away from his world as he knows it and then put into a world that it. the only thing that's similar is the fact that that sport is there. Like, it's pretty cool.
0: How did no one in a thousand years realize that Blitzball's terrible?
1: <laughs> it's the only thing that makes them happy, man. Oh, they
0: need to learn some new sports.
1: Or just not play sports.
0: I mean, they could play sports. Just Sports play better
1: ones. Sports are mostly bad. Oh come on. Um But yeah, so it, it, you know, it's it's an interesting idea. Um I just don't know that like I I don't like playing it. No, it's not fun. I know, I know some people love it, but That's they're... some people some people are wrong.
2: <sighs> um
1: But I will say that, like, when I first booted this up in 2001 and that um, cutscene started with him in the the Blitzball, like, stadium, it was really rad.
0: Yeah. I remember seeing that for the first time in a van.
1: In a van? In a van. Why were you in a van?
0: We were going to Florida and... Uh, we brought the PS2 along and my friend just got Final Fantasy X so we played that on the way down to Florida in a van.
1: Oh my god.
0: <laughs> That's where a lot of my Final Fantasy X experience came from.
1: No wonder you didn't like it. <laughs> um, But yeah, it's such a cool scene. That and like the, the Una scene where she's doing the sending. Mm-hmm. Like those are so beautiful and like really cool ways to introduce these characters.
0: Square can do some really good CGs.
1: They can. And I think that one thing and I've already mentioned this before is that like Final Fantasy 10 has some really good characters. It has some really good characters.
0: Got some racist characters.
1: It it does have a racist character, but he has an interesting dynamic that um ends up like coming into play and then he ends up apologizing, but um he kind of
0: apologize. He's not a good apologist. Apology's not he's, good.
1: He's he's not good at them, but he's not good at a lot of things.
0: No, so. that's that's true. He has a bad haircut.
1: He did try though. He did. He did try. Tidus like it was like,
0: a. It was. He did not know how to apologize.
1: He said, to said, like I I messed up. You guys are not all the same. I am sorry."
0: Said what judo tossed him. If he didn't apologize.
1: Oh my god, him judo tossing Titus is like one of the best parts of that it's game.
2: Real
0: good,
1: yeah. Um, but yeah, so if you don't know Final Fantasy X, and if you don't know Final Fantasy X at this point, what the heck have you been doing? But um, you follow the, the two protagonists of this game, uh, Tidus and Yuna. And Tidus, like I said, was a Blitzball star, um, which is a terrible sport. And he gets transported into Spira, which is a world he doesn't know. And he meets Yuna and her friends, and she is a summoner who is going to defeat Sin, who is the big bad in this game, which is hilarious that the big bad is named Sin.
0: Just like a giant flesh monster from the sea.
1: Yeah, he's kind of like a big fin, basically. Yeah. Like he, he kind of looks like a fin with arms.
0: It's kind of he's weird buried. how like a lot of like the big bad enemy designs in this game are kind of underwhelming. Like if you like, compare it to like previous Final Fantasies where they just go completely bombastic, like, oh, this is just, here's a giant fish.
1: I mean, you can't really beat Kuja. Do what? You can't really beat Kuja. That's true. Um, well, and Ultimecia was pretty cool too. Mm-hmm. Uh and before that you had um crap, why well, am I blinking on her name? Sephiroth. Edia. Edia. From eight.
0: But like yeah, you have like all these weird, like just intricately designed huge enemies. And then you get here and it's like here's a fish, here's a little squid.
1: Okay, but counterpoint you also have um Seymour.
0: Seymour is where you kind of you train you kind of get that.
1: Yeah, Seymour's wild looking.
0: You get like you see like oh they're they're gonna go into that and then like that's about the extent of it though.
1: But I mean, like again, you had like a Seymour type character. Like Kuja is a Seymour-ish character, and that he's like the big bad for a while, and then is replaced by something bigger.
0: True, like, but yeah, like I was expecting like the something bigger to be even like crazier looking, and then that just uh, never <laughs> really happens. Yeah.
1: Uh. Yeah. I mean, I can get that, and but also counterpoint. Braska's final aeon is freaking crazy looking. Yeah, but he's, I, but he's nuts.
0: But it's not the crazy I was looking for.
1: <laughs> okay, all right.
0: That's but that's just that's just me. I completely understand that. So,
1: um, but yeah. Uh, so you you have all these these ragtag group of summoners and well summoner and her guardians and titus who is confused because he's been transported here and doesn't know what's going on and um essentially yuna has to like travel through and pick up aeons which are her summons and befriend them and continue on through spira healing people talking to people sending the dead fighting weird summoner lady every once in a while when she sees her on the side of the road.
0: Making sure Sin doesn't and, come out like, hey guys,
1: hey, what up? But,
2: No, get out.
1: Like, the whole story, the story of Titus and Yuna and their journey. Um, And I know that you and I have had this argument before. <laughs> uh, and I think that at this point, like, Neither of us will change our minds, but um, and I think we actually agree on this. Titus and Yuna are both the protagonists of this game. Like they are, they are, are the
0: deuteragonists. Yes,
1: they are deuteragonists. Yes, I, um, because I, saying that Titus is the protagonist is doing a huge disservice to Yuna. Totally. It's it's her she story is incredibly
0: her important to that game. Like I feel like I still got really annoyed when like through three quarters of the game T is like this is my story this is my story and then like near the end you like no this is also my story b-. And I was like yeah
1: yeah and I think the reason that he does that is because of being told that by Oren but also like he's 17. yeah
0: he's a sniveling little <laughs> s-
1: yeah so like he he my has a lot man. to learn oh my god
0: he says that at least 10 times throughout this game. Which I will say, like I did really like how, like you know, for like ninety percent of this game, he he calls Jet his old his, my old man. He will mm-hmm. he will not refuse to call him by name. He won't even call him Dad or anything. Yep. When they actually like get to the point where he actually says it, like it actually has a lot of weight to it, and I was like very surprised by that. Yeah. And like it actually felt really meaningful. So like that was one thing that I feel like they actually did pull off pretty well by like hiding him having to like actually name his his dad and everything and then like once he actually does it's like oh like he he's understanding of like what happened now and why things went the way they were and you know
1: growing as a person growing
0: as a person and kind of understanding everything and doesn't have to be i mean he can still hate his dad but like you know he doesn't have to be like my old man
1: yeah and i mean it it is a lot of growth that he goes through to understand like yes my dad was a terrible person and he did a lot of terrible things him disappearing was not his fault um but also like i still have terrible feelings towards you and i will not like care about you as a person really but like i acknowledge what happened here
2: Mm -hmm.
1: and at one point he does actually call him dad which is interesting and uh you know when he first like gets to see him he's like I hate you and he's like okay that's fine
0: cuz there's a transition from when he's he's saying my old man and then he starts saying he starts talking about his father yep and then once he's face to face with him that's the first time he calls him dad
1: yep it's it's a really cool transition and like the whole phrasing of that is very very important
0: it's it's it is smartly done
1: see <laughs> not just him being an annoying 17 year old boy 17 year old boy but like he's not he's not just that and I can understand that because like you know a bit of this but like I didn't always have the best relationship with my dad mm-hmm. and um you know sometimes I would get in moods where I would just like refuse to call him dad mm-hmm. Because you're like, I don't want to associate myself with this person. Um, because you feel like they've hurt you so much that like, you don't want that kind of relationship anymore. And that's fine. Like that happens. And so Titus is going through that. And Titus has, you know, lost his entire family. And lost them pretty young. I mean, like he's 17. I mean, he's and lost his applied- entire world. <laughs> Well, that too, but they imply that he was younger when he lost his mom. Like, he was still, like, the brunette kid then. Um,
0: Prototype. He does.
1: Well, when he was a kid, he, like, had brown hair, and so obviously, like, he, he bleaches it. Um, like any true the-
0: 2001 teenager would. <laughs>
1: um, Like, it... It really means a lot, and it's... It, I don't know. I'm gonna stop talking.
0: <laughs> uh, I it, it probably would have been better if they had decided like to have him use more vocabulary than just "my old man."
2: Yeah, and so that I couldn't may be goof like on it the
0: entire time. thing. <laughs> you True. Know? Yeah, but there there is a decent payoff to that, which I was pleasantly surprised by. Yay! So there's that.
1: It's a good game
0: Let's get into this I guess.
1: all right let's get into it
0: um Final Fantasy X was better than I remembered, but I still think I like 10 two more
1: and that's fine mm-hmm. as long as you acknowledge that 10 is not a bad game
0: uh I definitely wouldn't say it's any it's nowhere near like my favorite like I would probably rank the PS1 trilogy above it. But that's just me. Like, I think there are... There are parts of this game I just... I don't really all that care for. Like, I still think, like, the battle system th- is good. Um, I'm still not that big of a fan of the sphere grid, <laughs> quite honestly. But that's just the way, like, I, if I want to level a character, I kind of want to have a little bit more... I guess, a li- like, a tiny bit more agency to it. And that's more just, like me poking in numbers where i want
1: what do you mean you want agency um because like this gives you more agency than say like persona 3 I
0: mean, it does you're, you're not wrong um i guess it would be kind of more like the the smt and the early persona game systems where like you have like all of their stats and you just decide okay what do i want to put what what do i want to put these skill points into these numbers into
1: but you kind of do that with a sphere grid
0: yes and no like you can like build them up that way but like i feel like i would have a like a tiny bit more freedom without the sphere grid if that makes sense like if i wanted to like to bump up strength and magic at the same time i feel like that's going to be kind of more difficult on the sphere grid because you're probably going to you're going to go more in a magic direction or in a strength direction Unless, like, you know how to get to, like, a specific character who can kind of do with both. But if you're just, like, starting off, you're probably not going to be able to do that. Hmm. But, again, that's that's just me. I understand that.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think it's really good that, like, you can customize a character. Like, I, I had, when I finished the game, I had Riku, like... Actually, I had Riku and Yuna both going through Tidus's to get strength and agility. Because if you um if you actually take Yuda through that sphere grid and give her strength, um, her Aeons can become like insanely overpowered.
0: Which I really never use Aeons, so like that wouldn't have necessarily been that much of a benefit towards me. Um I guess I guess again for me, like if, if I wanted to go that route, like being able to just plug numbers in instantly to do that would have been more my preference. Um, the way that, like, some of the items that, like, let you go to, like, a different person's sphere grid are more rare mm-hmm. is kind of one of the things I don't like. Oh, God, my alarm. Just because, like, if you don't have those, it's very hard to get to another person's sphere grid, like, to a specific person's sphere grid. I should say, if, like, if you want to, if, you, if you're not going to go, like, the progression that the game wants you to go, like if you want to take Yuna and then make her go straight into like black magic, like it's gonna be very hard to do that immediately if you're not going like the intended path, if you don't have like those specific spheres that let you kind of like jump around wherever.
1: I mean, I, I don't. I I think it's fun. Um,
0: hey, to be fair, this sphere grade is way better than a Path of Exile sphere grade, which is just completely insane. You. It's like if you took the sphere grid and made it five times bigger. Maybe six times bigger. It's nuts. <laughs> Super bonkers. Um. So, yeah, there's that. Uh, I'm trying to think what else. There were some weird issues I had with the remaster specifically. Like, very, like, th- weird things. Like, there, I felt like at times there were instances where titus's like voice like sped up real quickly really yeah like the way he's like his dialogue just like sped up and then like for the next line it would be fine
1: hmm. and i feel
0: like i had a, that instance happen like a couple times and i was like that's very strange
1: that didn't happen to me
0: um there was also a scene that happened late in the game where the audio quality on like the dialogue just completely dropped and it got really? real rough. I was like that's also very strange. <laughs> like it, it was just like the the quality of the audio just like went in the tank. And you could tell like it was it was a noticeable noticeable difference between like this line of dialogue and then the next lines of dialogue.
1: When did that happen?
2: Oh,
0: I don't remember. It was late game though. But I don't remember exactly where it was. But it was just one of those things I caught. I was like, "That's weird. is my speakers going out?" And he's like, "No, everything else has been fine." After that, it was really, really weird. Um, so yeah, those were some like some weird, weird things with this the remaster itself. Um, I think Titus is better than I gave him credit for, but I wouldn't say he's like my favorite protagonist.
1: He doesn't have to be your favorite protagonist, but no, he no. grew a lot. He did. He grew a lot. He had a good arc, and he, I mean, he, for one, I think if, if you're going to give him credit for anything, he became a lot less selfish throughout the whole thing. True. Like, he realized that this wasn't just about him. hmm And, I mean, I, th- I think that he, mm-hmm. I'm going to think of how to phrase this. <sighs> I think that Titus has a very good arc. And you also have to consider the fact that, like, this is a kid who went through, like, extreme emotional abuse. And then also was, like, thrust into stardom as a teenage boy. Then he is thrust into a world that he does not know and knows nobody in and his having to like figure out what's going on. Also turns out his dad is sin.
0: My old man.
1: Like Titus goes through a lot and he comes out better for it. Even if he does actually just go away at the end, but. I'd rather you don't bite the door. (laughs) Why are you biting the door? What are you doing? Why are you biting the door? Sorry, my cat's biting the door. I mean, obviously.
0: Who else is going to be there biting a door?
1: (laughs) It's Loki.
0: Loki's just a weird dude. Of course he's going to be biting a door for no reason.
1: He's never tried to bite the door before. You're a weirdo. Uh. Let him
0: be a tall boy. Then he won't be biting doors.
1: Oh, my God. Anyway. um, You also have really good uh, development with Riku. Who, um, if anybody knows me at all, they know that Riku is, like, one of my favorite characters in the entirety of, like, the gaming world. Like, I really like Riku.
0: There was one thing about Riku in that game that I felt I thought was kind of weird. I don't know if I just kind of missed something along the way or it's just because of the familial relationship that they that her and Yuna have, but like immediately once she joins, she's like she's just like best friends with Yuna. Mm-hmm. And like I don't like it just it feels like it's like just instantly. And I was like did I miss something here? Because it just feels, like, super, super quick. In a way that yeah. I just, I wasn't expecting.
1: And, I mean, that may be a time thing. But also, like, she's very, very dedicated to saving Yuna. But is also her cousin that she yeah, exactly. has never met. And... So, I felt like that was-, was
0: kind of part of it. But, like, it just felt like it was so sudden that, I like, I had missed some scene somewhere that, I, like, kind of connected it better. It just feels like... it. I guess it, it feels bad to say it was rushed, but it just—it feels so sudden that I, just, I guess I was just caught off guard by it.
1: I can see that, but it never really bothered me. Um, I don't know. I just assumed, like, hey, there are two girls that are in similar, like, age brackets. They're related, and they both know what the struggle is. Sure. So... Um, like it makes sense to me because like Lulu's always been like her older sister, mm-hmm. and she's in a much different age bracket than than Yuna is. So
0: it makes it sound like they're in different. She's in a different tax bracket.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if you think about it, Yuna's seventeen, Rico's fifteen, mm-hmm. Lulu's twenty-two. Yeah, that's a big difference at that age. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Lulu's always kind of like acted like her mom or her big sister or anything like she's always kind of like keeping her on track whereas Riku she can kind of like loosen up a little bit right yeah so I mean I, th- I think it makes sense I don't know
0: yeah I'm not, I'm not saying like it's a bad thing or anything it just it just felt super super sudden and I was just like oh okay I mean, these games are known for having missable, very plot-intensive scenes.
1: <sighs> so, <laughs> Looking at you, Final Fantasy VII. I didn't
0: know if I would missed something along the way.
1: <laughs> no, no, and and it's just, like I said, I that's the way I always interpreted it. Um, Riku is very, very dedicated to Yuna and obviously, like, has cared about her before she ever, like, met her. Um, and you see that through Sid. Because Sid also is like determined that he is going to save Yuna. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, he's been like taking all these other summoners in the process, but his goal is Yuna because that's his family. Mm-hmm. And then, like, there's the one scene where, like, you literally see Sid crying on the airship.
0: Then he judo tosses Tetis.
1: Yeah. I mean, he just, he. And maybe it's like an Al Bed thing that they're like really dedicated their families. Yeah,
0: that could be. What um, what if the Albed Bed are really just the same as the the crew in the Fast and Furious, all about family.
1: I've never seen the Fast and the Furious. So I couldn't they're tell all you. they're
0: all about family.
1: All about family. So there you go. I, Final Fantasy really Ten to, the- to, to,
0: to the Fast and Furious. Um, ben Diesel <laughs> is Sid. <laughs>
1: I just really think that's the case that like there, um, like they say that Sid had a falling out with his his sister when like she married Braska, but I think that there is still like that that bond and like Riku and brother kind of like blah, each other a lot, but like you they're can siblings. tell that they they care about each other mm-hmm. and like Riku kind of like calls her dad boneheaded and makes fun of him but like they also are very close so maybe it is just like that family or an outbed thing like maybe also because the outbed have been like
0: ostracized Like ostracized yeah.
1: and um all this time that like they stick close to people that they do care about true and, yeah yeah so you know maybe is just like dying to have like a girl her age that she could be friends with yeah Around her age, yeah. So, anyway, Riku's great. Um, because she is, um, one the reason like, because I've had this conversation with many people over the years, like, why do you like Riku so much?
0: Why well, do you like Riku so much?
1: Do you want me to write a dissertation about why I like Riku? Because I, mean, I could. can give it to you. You could, um, <laughs> the, the, the like short version of this is Riku has this very cheerful exterior to her. Like she's always happy, cheerful. She's really excited. Um, but she has moments in this game and even in 10 too, that you can see that she has like this deeper sadness to her and that she's like trying to put up a front to make people think that everything's okay. And like, I relate to that a lot. Like, Way more than I ever should. Gotta deal with
0: racists.
1: I mean, yeah, but I'm white, so I don't have to deal with that. (laughs) Um, But it it was really a thing that resonated a lot with me as a, you know, middle schooler when I was playing this. And I think, like, the first time that ever, like, really realized I had any kind of, like, depression was in eighth grade, which would have been (laughs) around the same time that this came out. So, like, it, it hit me that I was like, okay, yes, I do the same thing. I have this, like, cheerful exterior. I try to make people think that everything's fine. I joke around. But inside of me, like, there is, like, this this sadness that exists. And, like, one of the things that she says that's always stuck with me is that when you're going to the fire plane to talk to everybody, her and Oren stay outside. Oren stays because he's, spoiler alert, dead. and so <laughs> I kind of can't go can't, in there. He can <laughs> that's where the dead people live. Um, They're like,
0: "Why are you here? Come on, you gotta come. You gotta come with us."
1: But Riku also refuses to go.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And if you talk to her, I think she says it once, um, like before you talk to her. But if you talk to her like outside there, she'll say memories are nice, but that's all they are.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I'm just like, <laughs> like that hurts, and especially like replaying that now. Like she's lost a lot of people because the Albed have one been prosecuted like this whole time or persecuted is the word I'm looking at. Persecuted um, all this time. But also like her mom's dead. She's 15 and her mom is dead. To so go there and see her mom
0: and probably other people she knew
1: mm-hmm. like it. That's so she just instead like sits outside on the ledge and just like swings her legs and you're like, man, that that sucks. And like the one thing that she's dedicated her life to at this point is to save her cousin because she doesn't want somebody else that she cares about to die. Mm -hmm. She's tired of the, the death spiral, as they keep talking about, like she's tired of people dying and she feels like the the summoners are just kind of like thrown at Sin to make other people happy, and that's not right.
0: She's not wrong.
1: She's not wrong, but also like
0: She pretty much nails it on the head there.
1: She's the only one that goes against it, though. Mm-hmm. Like everybody else in that crew is like, well, Titus doesn't know, but everybody else in that crew is like, Yeah, let's do this. We gotta do the the pilgrimage. Come on, you know, let's do the thing and you know, finally she gets there and she's like, no, we're going to find a different way. Like, she's the only one that's not willing to sacrifice Yuna. Mm-hmm. And that's important. It, to me, anyway, I think it's important. And then, like, Titus eventually, like, joins in. Although, like, he does have that line where he's like, I'm done talking to you. Yeah,
0: like, it makes no sense in the context All of that. All
1: he's say is, but.
0: Because, like, he says that and then immediately they're like, oh, let's figure this out. Yeah, like that—that—that that line makes no sense being there.
1: I think it's a translation issue. Um, I think essentially what he's trying to say is like, you have to stop being negative. Let's think of a different way.
0: Let's think I positive. Think that,
1: I think that's the way he's trying to do. It just came out weird. And like I said, I think it was a translation error because I'm done talking to you. It just doesn't come out right. <laughs>
0: and then we're gonna continue talking.
1: Yep. <sighs> Um. Anyway, that's that's a short version of why Riku's great. Also, her character design's really cute. Um, but also, uh, <laughs> Square, don't sexualize 15-year-old girls. That's true. Both of her intro CGs that you see her, they pan on her butt originally. First in her wetsuit and then in her shorts. So, hey, maybe don't do that. That'd be cool.
0: They didn't show those it, to the other ladies that worked at Square, apparently.
1: I mean, the funny thing about it. I mean, okay, let me rephrase this. It's not funny to sexualize a 15 year old girl in any context. But what I'm trying to say is that in 10, 2, they put her in less clothing, but made her less sexualized. Because they're not doing, like, the weird, like, butt shots and stuff like that. Okay, yeah. She's just like, I put on this outfit. I'm going to have heckin' fun with my cousin and also this random girl we picked up. Let's go do this.
0: <laughs> we picked up this moody teenager from the Hot Topic.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we need to fill out this this circle here. We got an emo one.
0: God, I, d- d- there was a scene yesterday when we were playing 10-2 where, like, they showed a close-up of Pain, and I noticed that, like, her necklace is literally barbed wire, and I was like, oh my god. Really? Really.
1: Ooh. I was
0: like, man, they're really hitting all the the edgelord ticks on on, on her. Oh, buddy.
1: Yikes. <laughs>
0: uh... Anyways, Riku's good.
1: Riku's great.
0: is a racist.
1: Waka is racist. He's a, he's,
0: he's a racist.
1: He's real racist. Oof.
0: What's that? Hang on. Talk about how is a racist.
1: Okay, so Waka is super racist and essentially is like, man, I'm a hyper religious Republican guy <laughs> and I don't like anybody who's different than me, but also like, they use machina, and machina is what calls sin. So if we, like, repent a lot, ya, yeah, then everything will be fine. And, like, originally when they meet Riku, he's like, oh, hey, welcome to the club, man. Like, cool, new person. And then, like, when she speaks to Albed uh, at uh, Makalania Lake, he's like, how do you know Albed? And she's like, oh, uh, I'm Albed. And he's like... <gasps> And he, he basically does, like, the sign of the cross and yells about machina and sin and, um, blame at, at, um, like, Operation Meehan, the mushroom rock thing, like, he's like, that's what you get when you try to use machina, everybody dies and we have to repent. It's so, like, he, he is a racist. But also his arc is interesting because he he has to do the same thing that Yuna does and that he completely finds out that like this faith that he's dedicated his entire life to is completely false. It's
0: completely
1: And he's like, but what about the teachings? There was like, the teachings, man. Like none of that's real. And he's like, what have I done with my entire life?
0: Uh, There was this image that I put on Instagram like Two years ago, and it's a parody, and it says, "It's it says walk vows to make the outbeds pay for the border wall."
1: Oh my god!
0: But yeah, he's he's very much a religious Republican racist.
1: He really is.
0: But yeah, it is. It's funny to see him like completely have his world shut around him. Like everyone's like, "Oh yeah, this religion is completely." He's like, ha, ha,
2: ha.
0: and also having to deal with the fact that like Yuna is like half Albed? is half Albed, and also near the end is just like F- this shit. let's tear yeah. down all of these institutions he's like ah
1: <laughs>
0: you know our um, good punk rock summoner
1: yeah it's it's great like
0: yuna rules my,
1: what do I right Yuna's so great She's the
0: best character in this game
1: <laughs> I, i'm close to agreeing with you but Riku's i, I so know awesome.
0: i know i know but
1: <laughs> yuna, yuna is right up there though and like one of my favorite scenes in this game is when they're about to fight Unaleska, and, and Wog is like, "All right, well, I guess we're just doing the ultimate sin here. Come on!" and just pulls out his blitz ball. <laughs> He's like, "Fine, we'll kill the ultimate god of this religion." Uh, and it turns out she's not that anyway.
0: I like how they go to fight her, and she's like, "All right, who are you going to sacrifice?" and you're like, "No, no, I'm, we're not doing that." And you know, yeah. like, what, "What? What? What? I was not prepared for this." <laughs> <Yuna's> <laughs> what do like, you
1: mean? F- this. Sh- Flip you off. <laughs> <laughs> Sunglasses fall down.
0: Deal with it. No one's getting sacrificed today. Deal with it.
1: Oh, it's so good. <laughs>
0: Sunglasses fall down. She's just smoking a joint now.
1: Yeah, it's so funny.
0: <laughs> Yuna's f- rules though, like
1: Yuna's great.
0: Like we, you, you talked about how like Titus has like this great character growth and everything, but like f- man, Yuna goes are like back and just like comes out on the other end just like man this and it's so good
1: it's so good
0: because she basically goes from being like essentially a puppet for this this religion having to do everything by the books to to make people happy and everything and then by the end of it she's like i don't give a anymore
1: yeah, she's like, I'm done. Like, like, you know, we'll do what we got to do.
0: Like, you, all you people that have, like, tried to throw this religion and shit on me is like, nah, I'm not doing this. Like, I'm going to fight for the people. And if they like it, they like it. If they don't, they don't. Like, we're going to do this our way. And I don't care what other people think. Other people think. We're going to, we're going to make sure that A, nobody has to go through this ever again. And B, like, you know, we're going to save the world and do it in our own on our own terms f- everything else
1: it's i mean it's awesome and i talked about this a little bit in our 10 to podcast this is how we get yuna from 10 to mm-hmm. care for People- yuna
0: she just doesn't give a shit anymore she's like deal with the politics of this place man f- that i'm she's not like- dealing with any of that
1: i do what i want now but um but she still cares she, she does
0: but she's like she's not as like i guess you could say like uptight or like very
1: self-sacrificing cons- very to constrained she was literally going to throw herself mm-hmm. onto the funeral pyre there but like yeah she's not as constrained you would tell and she doesn't have the
0: people- weight of the world on her anymore
1: that too and people always say like i don't understand how 10 unit became 10 2 una, blah, blah, blah. And like, I, you blah, It makes the most sense. <laughs> I was like, were you paying any attention to the game? Because, like, you see that trajectory very, very clearly by the end. She's over it. She's done. And she's like, you know, I've dedicated my entire being to this religion, and it's false, and you guys are just, like, messing around behind the scenes, and half of you are dead. And, I mean, like, she gets... I think that that's funny just since i brought it up like you could kind of play a game of like are you actually dead or are you alive? <laughs> so many a lot of characters like, like that surprise i'm actually dead <laughs> Woo! um so it's, it's pretty funny but she you know she's just done and like rightfully so she's done mm-hmm. because they have done nothing but destroy her and like this entire religion that is false took her dad away from her.
0: Took so many like summoners that she knew away from her.
1: Killed her mom too because mm-hmm. Sin uh, killed her mom in a boat wreck.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so like she has had everything taken from her and was about to give her own life and a life of her friend to like make the people happy. And then it turns out that like none of it was actually real and it was just all like b s politics nonsense. She's just like, no no F all this
0: like there's the there's the post the the post like the ending scene where she's giving the speech in the, the Bliss ball uh, stadium in Lukia. and uh like she's obviously giving this huge speech because she is she's the hero of Spira. Mm-hmm. She has saved everyone, and you can tell like she's uncomfortable giving it. Like she doesn't want to be up there doing this kind of speech. Like she just wants to kind of just go away and just relax for a bit, and like actually like take time off, not have to deal, be the be the be this person, be this idolized human anymore. And like you see that there, and then really you see it as well in the the, the little like in between thing that they made for ten and ten two, um where. She's, she's she's still kind of having to deal with, like, the politics stuff, and then Riku comes along and is like, hey, let's go do this thing. And she's like, alright, cool, let's do this. I need to get out of here.
1: It's... It's so cool. But what? also, like, we see that Yuna that, like, throws everything away at the end of 10 in the end of 10-2-2, where everyone's like, like hey... 10 2 Um, they're like, hey, we're going to do this plan. She's like, no, your plan sucks. We're doing it my way. Like, she literally does the same thing in 10-2 there that she did in 10, except for she does it in a, like, more assertive way. Mm-hmm. And that's great. Like, you, you have such a good character arc with Yuna. Yuna is a fantastic character, and, like, I love everything about her.
0: She gains so much, like, confidence in herself.
1: She does. Like you see she you actually,
0: really see it like first when at the wedding where she's just like she 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 goes with the whole idea of getting married to Seymour just to like to try and like fake him out and then like once that goes wrong she's like I'm going to jump off this building. And yep. they're like no you're not and she's like yeah I am. Yeah I yeah. am. Peace out.
1: <laughs> I got this.
0: And was like whoa. And then over the course like like you said like once she gets to the end she has like way more confidence in herself and then in 102 she has all that confidence in herself now. To where it's it's like Yeah, she's going to be assertive and be like if people are doing things that are dumb, she's like, Why are you doing this dumb thing? Stop being dumb. And you could you just really see that over the course of like the back half of ten and all the way through
1: 10-2. Also
0: She's a magical girl.
1: She is a magical girl. But also what I was going to say is that, like, I'm also a sucker for romance.
2: <laughs>
1: so, like, man, I told you this when I was playing through it, but um, I had a save file <laughs> on my PS2 version before that scene so I could go back and watch it whenever I wanted to because I loved it so much. It was beautiful.
0: I mean, they had to redo it a couple times, so they had to get it right eventually. <laughs>
1: Yeah. (laughs) We don't know how to make people kiss.
0: This is hard.
1: Kissing's terrible. Scary. It makes sense why nobody kissed before in any of the Final Fantasies. (laughs) It's like, all right, y'all don't know how to do it. Okay. Welp. (sighs) So see, you don't hate Final Fantasy X.
0: But I like to give it a hard time. Because it's funny.
1: (laughs) Okay, but... But I want you to I want you to admit, because we had this conversation via text, and all you'd say was, hmm.
2: Hmm. Hmm.
1: do you think Final Fantasy Ten is a bad game? No, it's Thank it you. is the
0: lesser of the of the games with ten in the title.
1: That's fine. That's fine. I yeah. can accept that. But as as long as we acknowledge that Ten is not a bad game, but I'll still and say it's also, a bad game because like, it's funny. <laughs> you're the worst. Yeah. Um, I I also uh, minor detail. I think that it was really cool that you could just like on the fly switch characters out in this. Like that was really revolutionary at the time. Just rad.
0: Yeah, I can't really think of anything else that like was that seamless.
1: Mm-mm. Like, I was playing it with Keller here, and he's just like, did you just tag team somebody in? I was like, yeah, I got to take out this flan. Flan. Yeah, it's the, the flan, the little
0: uh, gooey guys. Yes. Uh, before we before we go, mm-hmm. I feel like there is one thing we have not mentioned that we do have to discuss, because we had like a very interesting conversation about it when we were playing through.
1: Okay, yes, let's talk. I don't know what you're talking about, but I will when you mention it. Ha ha ha. ha. <laughs> Yay! Okay, yes. This is an important thing to talk about, mm-hmm. and it's one of the only things that people know about Ten if they like are talking about it.
0: There was that meme what? like what 2 3 years ago where like it got that, that laugh got remixed into just like 30,000 songs.
1: Yep. Uh so let's talk about the laugh scene.
0: It is yeah, the laugh scene. Um Honestly, has become one of the more infamous scenes from Ten
1: now. Yeah, which is it's very bizarre. The most famous scene from Ten. Um,
0: and mostly people like riff on it because they think like you know it's it's bad voice acting, right? Seeing that in context or like with out of context, you're you would probably assume like this is really strangely directed. Why would they go with that that like people don't laugh like that? Mm. <laughs> and like you know that's that's a. If you're looking at it out of context without nothing else knowing what the story is going for or anything like that, like, that's a valid complaint. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Within the context of the story, though, it makes a ton of sense.
1: Yes. I mean, they're literally talking about, like, faking it, basically. Like, they're trying to fake being happy. And so she, like, tells him to laugh, and so he does that fake laugh, and she does it too, mm-hmm. which nobody ever talks about the fact that she does it. And, you know, everybody points to this as, like, oh, this is the worst voice acting. But then, like, <laughs> I, sent you, I sent you a video of the Japanese version.
0: Y'all don't know bad voice acting.
1: Yeah, y'all don't know voice acting that's bad. Like, what was that PS3 game that actually had, like, the... The Shadow Hearts characters in it that had like the worst voice acting I've ever heard in oh, my life. Right, yeah.
0: I know what you're talking you know, about, but I don't I'm know what I don't about. know what the game's called though.
1: Oh, it was terrible.
0: Well, it's not good. But yeah, like Cause... uh the Japanese version is also intentionally bad.
1: I would argue it's worse.
0: But it, it still has that same kind of context of like
1: it, it This sounds... is not how
0: humans laugh.
1: No, it, it sounds generally like the same style. And like yeah. um his name is James Arnold Taylor, right? Titus's voice actor? I believe so. Like, he's posted videos since then. He's like, that is how I was told to do this. This was the direction mm-hmm. because it was supposed to be fake. Yeah. And, like, that poor guy just gets so much for this. And it's like, he did his job and he did it well. He did. It, because- he
0: did it exactly as he was told and he did it well.
1: Yeah. And um like I, I sent you the re Mangos video because it makes me laugh, but <laughs> like <laughs> which if you've never seen re Mangos, you should google re Mangos cuz it's hilarious. Um hopefully nothing terrible comes up when you google that. Um but that video is funny. That scene is famous for the wrong reasons. Totally. Um because I think in my opinion that's like the first break in Eunice armor you get mm-hmm. um, because before then she's very like guarded she's very serious um, she hasn't like opened up to a lot of she hasn't opened up to Titus a lot mm-hmm. and thus she hasn't opened up to the player yeah. a lot
0: and like what you have that scene like and immediately she sees like something's wrong with Titus, and he's like hey do you want to scream again do you want to like make some noise get some, get, get some of this off your chest and he's just like yeah uh and then she she gives him the idea of like smile do some laughter and all that sort of stuff and like she's the one approaching him to like make him feel better about this
2: uh-huh.
0: and like it's it's also telling that she knows how to do this in like to in a way to make people think you are are doing okay like how to fake it till you make it essentially
2: mhm
1: uh-huh. like
0: she's the one saying like hey just just put on a smile people won't ask you things like you'll be fine
1: which, hmm, I wonder why Yuna would know how to do this kind of thing.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Wow. Not like Yuna's been doing this for ages. Yep. So, um, I think it's a really important scene. Yeah. And I think it's a really well done scene.
0: I think it's also a case of, like, man, people who say they are fans of Final Fantasy don't understand Final Fantasy in the slightest. Like, because you have this, where people just completely literally laugh it off no pun intended yeah. and then you have stuff like in 7 where people think Clouds is huge edgelord and it's like that is completely not the case in the slightest
1: right I, people don't understand Final Fantasy honestly like it's really annoying because you know I, I was a huge huge fan until you know after 10-2 um and these games mean a lot to me um particularly like I'm gonna say six, eight, nine, ten mean a lot to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure that somebody's gonna get real mad about the one that I left out there. Um, but also like there was a lot more nuance to these games that people gave it credit for. Mm-hmm. And, like, when it comes to people just, like, making BS jokes or, like, not understanding these significant plot points or, like, just completely misunderstanding who the character is. Like, I feel like Squall gets a lot of that, too, that people just misunderstand who he is. Yeah, that's a great example. Um, And he's not just, like, this kid who doesn't care about anything. He is terrified of opening up to people because he's been nothing but abandoned in his life. And also, he's a child soldier like he's so misunderstood and this scene is squall <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, but yeah I, I agree with that completely
1: it's a good scene
0: so yeah that that's Final Fantasy X Final 10. Fantasy cross tag battle
1: Oh my God. Can't
0: escape from crossing sins.
1: Oh my God. your old man.
0: Can't escape from your old man
1: <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. I like Final Fantasy 10.
0: You do All right, well, we've we've now we've've we've, we've left that monkey off our backs. now we can Wait. we don't have to fight anymore. We've settled it. We've settled it. Good. Finally.
1: Finally. e hey, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: So if you like more from us, go to SeasonLambageCheckup.com or SAC.cool. It's where you can find past episodes of this podcast and other podcasts. Like seasonal Checkup, seasonal Checkup OVA. OVA. Uh, you can also find columns and reviews on the site as well. If you want more from AnneLadium, go to Annladium.com. She has columns and reviews. Uh, Go read our Pieces about ten two,
1: mm-hmm. that we have. Yeah.
0: Go find those and read those. They're good. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash anime checkup. It's where we do the Twitters. And you can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash uh, S A C O V A. Next time, we're going to dive right into Final Fantasy 13.
2: Fight
1: me.
0: Is it bad that I've honestly, like, I had the thought very recently, like, what if I went back and played that game? In a critical, like with a critical eye, to see like, okay, what really is bad about this game that people think? Is there anything that can be gleaned to be good at this game?
1: Oof, <laughs> you are a braver person. Than I mean,
0: that's that you're not wrong.
1: So then the question is, if you do that, are you gonna play thirteen two and thirteen three? I mean,
0: I don't own those games, so.
1: <laughs> do you own thirteen? I own thirteen, yeah. I I own the
0: Xbox 360 version.
1: That was the version that I owned and promptly returned. It
0: has the shiny case.
1: Shiny, shiny. Shiny. Uh, I mean, Godspeed to you if you do it.
0: man. (laughs) Uh, We'll do something next week. I don't don't know. We'll figure figure it figure it out. You know what's going to be crazy, though? I'll be done with college by the time this episode goes up.
1: I know Weird! you're going to graduate. Weird. You're graduate me! Weird. Yay! I'm so proud of you. Thanks, buddy. Yay.
0: So there's that. Uh, so, yeah, we'll see you next week with something? Yeah. Question mark?
1: Yeah, we'll always be here.